You're listening to Venture in the South. Join us to make money, have fun, and do good. Welcome to Venture in the South special situation bonus show. We're doing this show to illustrate a particular company and how we offer investment in that company. It's a particularly attractive offering, so we thought this was a great opportunity to kick off our first bonus offering for investors that are interested. We're not going to specifically name the company because we're constrained by SEC regulations because most startups function under SEC regulation 506B, which restricts public disclosure of investment information about these companies while we as a fund offering operate under 506C. And so we can offer this publicly. However, the company itself cannot. So we're going to just refer to it anonymously. And then if you're interested, you can contact us and get the full information. So I'm here today with Paul, and Paul's going to talk a little bit about the structure and logistics of special situation offerings that we're going to do. So Paul, you want to introduce our listeners to the Rolling South SPV offerings? Thanks, David. Yeah, happy to do it. I like that I always get delegated the boring structural questions at the beginning. <laughs> it's that accent, Paul. It just gives you authority. I rely on it all the time. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't survive otherwise. So the Rolling South brand is our angel list public facing investment brand where we try to find ways to engage new potential investors in some of the companies that we work with at Venture South and some other ones as well and uh, try to get new people involved in angel investing more generally. And the reason we do that is because AngelList, which is the platform that underpins a lot of early stage investing, does a really good job of allowing that to happen in a way that complies with all the regulations. So we use AngelList for a number of things at Rolling South. One of the things that we've been doing over the last 12 months or so is a single deal level investment. So you don't have to commit to a fund. You don't have to delegate investment decision-making authority to somebody else. You keep it yourself and you decide individually on each given investment if you want to participate or not. And if you do, we aggregate through AngelList that investment through what's called an SPV. That stands for Single Purpose Vehicle. And in simple terms, that's just a small company that is set up just to own the portfolio company that we are aiming to invest in. There are a lot of different reasons why we do that, which I won't go into now, but just quickly in terms of process. So this this vehicle is managed by AngelList. We help figure out what it's going to invest in, the single company it's going to invest in, and we help publicize that SPV to our AngelList syndicate members. So those are people that we know that we've persuaded to go sign up on AngelList and do the verification they have to go through to be allowed to do that. But then once they're there, we can tell them all about this company we're talking about today. As David mentioned, this SPV or our Rolling South work is something we can talk about publicly. There's a 506C offering. We we can do what's called a general solicitation. But the companies we're investing in can't because they're only raising money from people that they know or from established angel groups or entities like this that are allowed to invest in their fundraising. So although they can't publicize, we can. And so we're going to try to publicize a bit more about what we're doing on this SPV. And hence this episode, we have an opportunity we think is interesting that we at Venture South are going to invest in, that David is going to invest in, and that we think some of our syndicate members on AngelList might be interested in investing in. And so we wanted to give a a quick bonus show on that to see if others would like to join us. Yeah, actually, I've invested in this company twice previously, so I'm pretty committed. I'm going to make a third investment in this Series A round. So 
that's just so listeners know, we're fully committed to this company. So, Paul, you want to talk a little bit about the mechanics in terms of exactly how it works for someone that wants to invest? Yes. So in terms of sort of the process flow, we find companies that we're interested in. We'd go through the Venture South or the David diligence processes and we invest, we structure the deal and we do all that. We find an allocation to this investment for this SPV. So let's say we have $200,000 that the company said you can invest in this company through this SPV if you'd like to. We take that allocation, we offer it through the AngelList platform to our syndicate members who've already signed up to get information about those opportunities. We do a few other things, provide them access to our diligence materials. We record usually a, a hidden podcast that is just sent to those SPV or AngelList syndicate members. And we you know, try to facilitate them doing whatever diligence they want to do. AngelList sets up the LLC. They do the documentation to make sure everything is compliant. They execute the investment that we actually make. They issue K1s to investors later on. They supervise all the activity. We do the work on the front end to diligence and triage a bit and then offer investors the opportunity to participate if they would like to. If you do want to, then the minimum investment is $2,500. There's no maximum. This only really makes sense from a cost and effort perspective if we're investing at least $100,000 from the SPV. So we do try to get a few people at least to participate together. Otherwise, we don't make the investment because it's not cost effective to do that. There are also ways for you to co-invest more if you want to. We can talk about those separately as well. And then we execute the investment. Then afterwards, we monitor the investments. At the very least, we'll be sending you quarterly updates on the performance of all the companies that you might invest in. So for every SPV, you'll get an update at least quarterly. And then hopefully when there's a, an exit, a good one, we return the proceeds to you directly once that exit has happened, less whatever fees or carried interest applies to your investment. So let's talk a little bit about the company that we're interested in. It's a consumer products company. As I mentioned, I've previously invested in. They're starting a 5 million Series A that they've just announced and the final terms are still pending because they're in discussions for a lead investor. But we expect that to come forth within a month or so. And just to get into their business a little bit, they have a very well-proven use case for their customers. And that's manifested by a consistent growth in subscriptions with a high net promoter score. And that's in a $32 billion market for their products. They estimate capturing 100 million of that market share at product maturity. So that's a pretty big market for them. Customer acquisition is very scalable for this company, and they've scaled rapidly over the last couple of years. They have a very strong competitive advantage with a unique proprietary product formulation that has a patent pending. They have science that documents effectiveness of their product. They've been the first to market with their particular formulation. This is a very sticky set of products, and we'll talk a little bit about churn and customer growth here in a minute. And they currently have no direct competitors. The founder and leadership team is passionate about the business, and they're strongly committed. There's a very clear path to exit. Once they get beyond a 10 million run rate, they're targeting a 550 million valuation. So they think they can get to maybe 50 or 100 million in revenue. 2023 was a fundamental building year for this company. They rebranded, they figured out their top of funnel strategy. They launched five additional products. So they have, I think, 10 products in their portfolio. They completed a second independent study that 
shows efficacy and they managed to grow their net sales at 36% year over year while doing all that stuff. They're now the most disruptive company in their industry. They have over 10,000 reviews on Shopify and Amazon with an average star rating of 4.45 out of 5, proving that customers love their product. Several strategic acquirers are already taking note with several discussions, but the CEO feels they're not ready because they're too small to really leverage the value of this business. And so he's expecting a lot of growth going forward. And so he's holding off probably for a few years before he seriously engages for exit. 2024 appears to be an inflection point where the company has achieved break-even with positive EBITDA in Q1 of 24, and they expect to cross a threshold of $10 million in gross revenue in Q1, a $10 million run rate. At the same time, they are maintaining the respectable growth rate, and they're penetrating national retail chain and rolling out their upgraded brand. So in terms of growth, they've had 25% year-over-year revenue growth for the last two years. In 23, they closed out revenue at $8.9 million. Their products address most consumer needs in the category they're in with comprehensive, effective, benefit-focused results supported by science. Their fundamentals are quite strong. Their monthly MRR and overall sales continue to grow, lifting them to their current run rate of just under $9 million. And they have a sustainable LTV to CAC ratio. Subscriptions drive over 50% of their revenue. And that's where that ratio comes from. Returning customers are eclipsing new customers at roughly the same monthly ad spend. And that's a two and a half times factor for returning customers relative to new customers, even though they're spending the same amount on marketing. And then just to talk about some of the business ratios, the year-over-year revenue growth was greater than 25% in the last two years, or subscription revenue growth was about half of that, and that's growing 47% year-over-year. They have above-average customer metrics with the average revenue per user at two and a half times the industry average. The monthly churn is 25% less than the industry average, and their 12-month customer retention is 36% greater than the industry average. Their gross margin is nearing 70%, with scaled production volumes and new products at about 75% gross margin, a box redesign, and other efficiencies. They expect an overall 75% gross margin within the next 18 months. Their contribution margin has been strong, approaching 55 to 60% over the next 18 months. Their 24-month LTV to CAC ratio is over three. Returning customers, as I mentioned, are outpacing new customer growth by 3x with a flat ad spend. And just worth noting, they've won a major award, Best New Product Award of 2023 in their industry. And that was a competitive award, so that wasn't a paid award. They've completed the brand upgrade and are rolling that out now. So you can keep an eye out for their new look, feel, and messaging in their packaging and on their website over the next quarter. They have a new chief marketing and branding officer who guided their ad agency in upgrading the brand. So this was her project, and she's executed. And basically, they're entering into the direct-to-consumer and retail with this new branding. Makes it distinct and easily recognizable. It's more human. It amplifies the experience, and it's emblematic of the product, and they own this brand. 
Now, their approach has been a careful, slow, strategic retail launch, and they're basing that on success at regional retailers with the national retailer that has asked them to launch in all their stores by May of 24. They also have four additional retailers in discussion. Their plan is to execute retail with support from a retail infrastructure strategy and budget plan they've been working on. They have retained a national retail consultant to help them plan that retail channel strategy to execute their launch and to sell through from start to finish. They also are leveraging an investor who is a retail expert and is now the CEO of a national retail chain. So that's a great networking opportunity they've been able to take advantage of. And then finally, they've published a second scientific study that independently validated one of their new products, and that will be published in a leading journal in the coming months in 24. So that's just a taste of all the favorable parameters and statistics for this company. Paul, did you have anything to add? I think that was a pretty thorough review, David. I would just maybe step back and say it's unusual for companies to have so much data in the early stage space. This is a slightly more mature and established company than a lot of the ones we look at. So there is good data and it's good data. So I would definitely flag that as something that's unusually interesting in this situation. We have worked with this management team for a while. You know, they're good at transparency. They report well. They know their numbers well. They have good planning. We think they're actually effective leaders as well. So lots of things on this one that that raised it to the level of something we want to bring to the SPV structure that because we think it's you know potentially widely more appealing to, to others. That's the only thing I would add. I think that was a great review and happy to share more information with with the syndicate members as they as they dive in further. Yeah, and I just want to emphasize that the syndicate members, once they contact us, they can get the full diligence report, the term sheet, as well as the pitch deck and the one pager. So they'll get all that information once they've joined the syndicate. How do they do that, David? Well, they go to AngelList and they sign up and then they look for Rolling South Syndicate and request to become a member. It's pretty easy. Yeah. They could also start the rollingsouth.vc website. And then there's a couple of buttons there that will help speed you through that journey too. So those are two good options to do that. Okay. Thanks, Paul. Thanks, David. Thank you for listening. Visit us at VentureInTheSouth.com for a complete list of previous and future shows.